gentlemen, it's lovely to see you two again. And we're going to debrief the extremely exciting Silverstone race. Controversial, too. Uh, controversial, exciting, brand new. There's, uh, there's a lot of adjectives that can be used to describe this past weekend. Um, but certainly boring is one that, that can't be used. Uh, welcome to episode six of Box, Box, Box. And let's hear it, boys. What, what did we make of the Verstappen-Hamilton crash? Dive right into it, I see. Oh, they go for it, Karen. Naturally. What, right. what else? We can't. We're yeah. not going to just. We're not going to yep, yep, the yep. elephant in the room, Shion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have to go straight for it. I think it was handled well, personally, um, from the FIA's point of view. Like, I, I do agree, like, he should be penalized because, like, he took a dirtier line with colder tires and, like, did understeer into Max and, like, put him out of the race, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Like, um, like, I don't know. I, I saw like Palmer's analysis on it and like, he thinks it's a racing incident and like, I get why he does, but like, I'm not saying I know more than Palmer, but, um, like, I, I just feel like he took a, a, a more dangerous line and couldn't control his car on the more dangerous line. And for his mistake, he should be penalized 10 seconds. Right. Like, I don't think he should be, like, race banned or, like, it was intentional or, like, any of the drama, dramatic phrases that came out of, like, Christian Horner and Red Bull's camp. But, like, I understand why, like, I, I think 10 seconds is fair. That's that's my take. Troy, to you. If we think back to, to Senna and Prost's rivalry and we wow. think back to that accident, that crash that we, uh, on, um, I don't remember what turn it was, but, you know, Things like this happen. These are racing incidents. Things get heated. And yes, it's early on in the season. And are you talking when about I first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so when I first saw the incident, I was pretty peeved. I was really looking forward to a great race. The first half of the lap was brilliant. And I was I was on the edge of my seat. And I really thought it was going to be an incredible, you know, how many ever laps it is of Silverstone. Um, so it was a I think that's what happened to me at first. I was disappointed and I was looking for some kind of way to blame it on someone. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more I looked at analysis and more I just, you know, um, tried to understand the situation. It made more sense to me that it was just a racing incident. I think Lewis got the appropriate time penalty for, for what happened. Um, you know, some people's argument is that he's a more seasoned driver and he should know exactly what's going to happen going into that turn, but that kind of speed and, and the, those kind of tires. Um, but, you know, adrenaline's pumping. It's part of the, it's part of the game. So, racing incident on my end and and yeah yeah for me i have to agree with both of you um in 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 some respects i do think it's more of a hamilton mistake than a racing incident but i have i think it's about perspective uh because max verstappen crashed out because of the contact you know I, i i really think you know what if lewis's race had been ruined instead um, and he was into the wall and Max was able to continue. Would they say that Max drove into him and didn't give him enough space up the inside? Um, so I, I really think it's a lot about perspective because Max crashed out. The stewards were like, you know, debating whether this was a racing incident or a Lewis uh, penalty and decided Lewis penalty, almost in my opinion, because Max crashed out. Um, I do think it was fair in the end. Like that's justifiable to say that because Max crashed out, and Lewis understeered into him and didn't take the apex. Uh, that's a 10-second penalty. But, like, I have to agree 100% with Karun that 
all these calls for race bans are it's just too emotional it's ridiculous. And, and it's ridiculous like helmet marco needs to go drink less red bull um or maybe drink more red bull i don't know which it is but he, he uh, uh, he's too he's too deep in like the call for a race ban is just nuts i also think like you know I think the severity um, of the crash kind of played into some people's emotional reaction i agree also like after austria right if if they didn't penalize Lewis here after all the penalties that were doled out in Austria for things that, in my opinion, were definitely racing and not penalties, it would have looked really hypocritical and just bad on the FIA, in my opinion. Well, they so, didn't. Like, I, I don't. I don't know if that played into it, but like that was like the first thought I had when I saw it, and I was like, if they don't penalize Lewis here after doling out like what ten seconds for Perez, five for Lando last last week or two weeks ago like that's ridiculous like come on well i think the like, this was changed. more and and remember austria won charles didn't get a penalty for just crashing into gasly and and ruining his yeah. race he, he was also out obviously max had a bad crash but gasly's race was completely ruined by by that contact so obviously the impact of the crash was what people were so upset about and this red bull also know they're finally in it again um so a race where, I mean, you saw it at the end where they, instead of taking the team points with Perez, they pitted him to take fastest lap away from Lewis. You can see that they want that championship for Max so bad that th- that's really, I think, where the emotion was come. Not only was the impact bad and could have injured Max, which no one wants, um, but like there was potential that they could have lost the championship there, period, for Max if he was out for a couple races. So, you know, emotionally, I see, I see where they're coming from, but like, it was borderline Lewis fault racing incident. And we know Lewis doesn't get his championships by being a dirty driver. Like it's, it's well known. It, it's just, it's a fact. So there's been like a lot of radical Twitter feed on this. There's topic. also a lot of Lewis haters out there is what I realized this past yeah. week is that a lot of people have just been waiting around for this to happen just to destroy Lewis and like did all of the celebration like stuff like when they were mad at him for celebrating at home I was like obviously he's not celebrating taking Max out like he just won at home after not winning for the past three weeks three weeks straight he was just getting his 100% ass hand, capacity his, he was getting his butt handed to him by Max so like I think you know in front of an adoring Silverson crowd yeah It yeah, it, I really think because of the severity of the car damage and the fifty one G impact to Max, people mm-hmm. looked at it like it was worse than it was. But like, I mean, Christian Horner came out with some other ridiculous statement saying that like you don't try and overtake there. But drivers probably don't think that on a racing track there isn't a corner where I shouldn't overtake. If there's a gap, a racing driver is going to go for it. Also. Lewis overtook Charles perfectly fine, literally at the end of the race there. <laughs> yeah, obviously different circumstances. Yeah. Uh, but it's it still stands true. Like he did send it up the inside of cops <laughs> 50 laps later. Yeah. Um it yeah. It was an interesting one. They there's also another factor that Lewis knows he's in a in a battle now 
like he's known for the past couple of weeks, Max coming off a triple, uh, a hat trick of wins. And to get himself back in it, he was not going to back out as he's backed out in Spain, as he backed out in Imola, as he has backed out, I think he backed out in Portimao. Um, but there's no time for that anymore. He can't, he can't keep backing out because Max is going to full send. Like, you can't. That, yeah, they were going to crash. It was inevitable. As Lewis, as the gap grew, Lewis was not going to keep backing down. And Max is also a driver who never backs down. So that was it, it was just a matter of time, really. If Lewis kept kept backing out, he was gonna lose the championship. So and in so front of the seen, home crowd, it was it wasn't gonna happen. He wasn't backing out here. So uh, you know, in, in previous races, we don't see Lewis. Lewis basically doesn't really have that opportunity to race directly with Max. Max, he's he's always falling behind off the off the rip and then constantly chasing. Um, so I think him being in that position where he was actually competitive and, and right next to Max for the first half of that lap allowed him to be a little bit more aggressive, kind of this aggression that he's maybe holding back for the past couple of weeks, just because he didn't have the opportunity to race side by side with Max. So, um, you know, it's, I see some hunger and this is kind of what we wanted, right? We wanted the, the, the title battle to heat up a little bit. Um, and what better way than to, to, to Silverstone, Lewis's home race with a 51 G impact on Max helmet mark. We're getting all all riled up emotions are running high they are but but what we want to see is more on track battles and yeah. and not them just crashing out uh, you know of course this is the like first, first crash i think corners gonna... were just unreal yeah like my heart was almost out of my chest <laughs> they were great but we need to see that for an entire race we need those emotions for the mm-hmm. entire race not just six seven corners Sure. I mean, they're, they're good enough racers that I think they'll be able to respect each other and, and have that kind of um, that potential. So, no, I think I they guess, crash out three, four more times this year now. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. Um, so but how I'm do you think every this race. is going to shake out, though, right? Yeah. Do you think – how do you think this is going to affect Max's perception of um, do I fight Lewis on this line right now, right? Like if he has a slightly suboptimal um, – like entry into a corner like he had here because he went wide the corner before is he gonna now realize like oh like lewis isn't gonna just back out anymore like it might be better for me to like take let him have this corner because he has a slight edge on me here on the inside and then fight later right because he can't keep crashing out like this dude he can't keep crashing out right but like the fia said that by giving lewis the, the time penalty they said it was lewis's fault right so max isn't gonna be my personal thought is he isn't going to be de- uh, defensive over you know a mistake that Lewis might make. He's going to continue to race as aggressively as he can, the way that he knows how to race, hoping you know if if Lewis crashes into him, he gets a time penalty. He gets you know maybe a race ban or something like that. I don't think that's driving Max. I don't think Max will go more defensive. It's not about defensive. I, I just like I just hope he doesn't go more aggressive and kind of become the Max of past years where he's doing stuff that's just unnecessary, right? Like, I think what's made Max so different, I think we talked about this in, like, episode three or something, right, where he is, like, level-headed, not for the first time, but consistently now, right? We'll have to see how it shakes out because Interesting. He, could, he could just regress back to that, you know, his whole career, every race has been a sprint. He hasn't treated a season as a marathon where he has that potential to win the title, but he has a car that can do that now. So actually Helmut Marco and 
Christian Horner need to not fuel the fire here and say, I Max, do. we have the opportunity to win the championship. If there's a corner where Lewis is sending a lunge, do not engage and crash out of the race because we can come back via strategy or on the racetrack on pure pace. We have the car to come back. And that, that's going to be the big mentality change. Is Max going to just come back super hot-headed in Hungary and just send every single opportunity he has? I mean, qualifying, that's what qualifying is, absolutely flat out. But the race is different. Race is absolutely uh, strategical. So I, I think we have to wait and see, you know, is, is Pride's going to be hurting? But he's yeah. going up against a serial winner. Lewis knows that the season is just beginning that there's so much time left for him to come and, and, and just see Max crash out race after race from here and just accumulate points. I wouldn't like that wouldn't surprise me, but I would love to see Max come back with a level set head and just yeah. be like, this happened. It's, Let me learn from it. The, the fact that we might go into the summer break, like almost dead even is, is crazy. Like the second half of the year is just going to be insanity. Like this really brought the momentum back. Also, the pa- I don't know what they did to their package, but if you guys know, please let me know. But Mercedes just looked way better. It looked better. They're, they're a car that goes well at Silverstone usually. I don't watch the full tech, tech talks um, <laughs> as much as I, I, I more enjoy the racing part of it versus uh, <laughs> the tech talk because I don't understand as much of it. But um, that's the place to go if you want to learn. Mm. <clears throat> I do want to say, um, touch on, you know, we did touch on it, the Lewis versus Charles. Can we just appreciate what a great drive it was from Lewis after the 10-second penalty to then just eat away at the leaders, you know, one after the next. I think he came out in P4, took Lando in a few laps. Obviously, Valtteri would not have been in a position with the blistering tires to fight with him, different strategies. They pitted Bottas early to cover Lando. Um, So Mercedes executed a great strategy there. Um, and then we're just able to release Lewis to hunt down Charles. Uh, I would have been super hyped for a Charles win, but it was also just amazing to see that 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 drive, that second step. Lap fifty two. Lap fifty as well. Oh, 52, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. Lap, yeah. <laughs> On lap fifty two, I mean, that would have been crazy. Yeah. As AWS said it was going to be lap 51 that Lewis was able to strike on uh, on Charles. So I just like oh, what did SWS say? That, that SWS knew it was going to be lap 50. So there's a there's there's some proof for SWS there. All right. Well, we 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 do love us uh, good SWS. If only <laughs> he could lead us to better bets. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, the betting algorithm still being worked on. Fair enough. Fair enough. It takes time. What else? Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was, well, it's a pretty regular topic, but the McLaren versus uh, Ferrari battle, uh, but really in relation to Ricardo versus science, because science had pro- arguably faster pace all weekend than Ricardo, but just kept getting, you know, shunted here or there um, or had a 10 second you know, even though he didn't have a penalty, he pit had like stop. a 10 second pit stop. Yeah. So yeah. I thought there was I thought a lot of slow ones. There were. Um, I don't know if the like the wheel guns were melting in the heat. It was hot. But um no, but I wanted to say I thought Daniel Ricardo was almost driver of the day for me, just keeping 
Carlos Sainz behind him for like 30 laps. Yeah. The Daniel Ricardo of like old, he really of brought Red out Bull. his like defensive form. Yeah. Like I didn't see, I, he didn't really, he might've done that with a Renault, but I don't, I don't really envision it as much. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he had a couple of those podiums with Renault, but I, I don't know if he engaged in the, as much wheel to wheel battle in his Renault days. Yeah. Um, but like signs was just hounding him lap after lap and definitely had more pace than that Ferrari on the hards. The McLaren really dropped off on the hards. Um, so I thought he put in exceptional P5. I think he's got to do work because he's obviously like 20 seconds off the pace of Lando or something, P4 to P5, whatever it was. Don't take my word for it. It may have been less or more. Um, but like I said it before, but let's see him push on from here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, he's doing what we wanted him to do, right? Is be in that constructor battle between Ferrari and McLaren, which I think is going to, that'll maybe heat up as we go throughout the season. Um, so I think from McLaren's management perspective, he's doing his job. Like he's there, he's comfortable, he's able to, he still has some growing to do in the car to be on Lando's pace, maybe if he can get to Lando's pace. But um, as of right now, from a team perspective, uh, he's doing great. Agreed. And I, I also think, conversely, the Ferraris are also making strides because they went from three race ago three races ago and paul ricard to being the harshest car on their tires to being like the kindest car to their tires their both their medium stints were the longest um like i think they went they pitted on lap 28 29 uh and then dropped off the pace with the hards but this is a car that like couldn't do more than five laps in paul ricard so I, I'm excited to see more from Ferrari. I would really love if they could win one race this season. I want to I see. Th- I think we'll have it up. Yeah. We'll have it. It'll happen at some point. All right. Some some situation's going to happen. You you know that that Max and Lewis are going to be in heated battles, and, and you know, like we said, there's going to be a couple. You know who more the winners are coming up. Lando. Lando. Who the winners Lando, are? It's Lando, Lando Charles. Charles. Yeah. And maybe my boy Pierre could get a podium. For, for, for a second, <laughs> for a second, I thought we were gonna have a Charles Lando one too. Ooh, like like around Ooh, lap yeah. twenty, I thought I thought we were we were in for it. <laughs> also, like one of my predictions was pretty close that the Mercs would be split, but not by Lando, it was by Charles in the end. Um, but my Ocon, uh, my hot takes are bad. <laughs> my, hot, my other hot Dude. takes were horrendous <laughs> last last week up until saturday morning i thought it was a reverse grid for the sprint race that's what <laughs> no. i thought too i was like i was like why are they all trying to go so fast and win qualify <laughs> like why are they not going backwards <laughs> that's ridiculous even throughout qualifying know, you a sprint race. wait yeah like, yeah i was just confused that's why i don't Let's talk about sprint race for, I'm not sprint race. I mean, let's talk about qualifying, but let's talk about that hypothetical of a reverse grid. To me, that, that doesn't, it's not meritocracy. You know, you talk about like, remember the, uh, the UEFA thing that nearly happened, you know, with the team splitting away from the Champions League. Oh, oh, like where PSG and Liverpool and all. Yeah. Basically breaks in the football world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brexit of the football world. It, it it wouldn't it wouldn't support meritocracy, which is what sport really should celebrate. Um, and also, there's going to be more crashes, undoubtedly, as you see Lewis and yeah. Max make through the field. Like, I, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, it would be yeah. great for yeah. Roman Grosjean, but like, 
you know, <laughs> who cares? He, he's not even around anymore, bro. I uh, know. You're just always going to be a slow stride. He's an indie. <laughs> he's a pole um, center in Indy. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I, I, I would just think that reverse grading is, would be entertaining. But beyond that, like, I, I don't think it has, like, yeah, like you said, it doesn't really reflect what we're trying to get out of a week of Formula One, right? We're trying to see who's going to perform the best on a track. That's quite the opposite. It just sees who can survive and overtake really well, which I guess is is a skill set, but it's also I think it just doesn't go ahead, Sean. Well, I, I think it's interesting that it has the potential to show that, but it also has the potential to do things like put Perez in, in last place, right? And, you know, from a team like Red Bull, they're forever out on sprint races from this point onwards. Like they had no race on Sunday from lap half of one onwards. Um, so I think there's, while it's, it's interesting and it's a good display of, of passing ability and just like a, at the end of the day, we kind of talked about it before. It's more of a thing for the fans, right? It's trying to get some, some more action on the, on the Saturday. Uh, I don't think it has a long future enough one. I think there's going to be teams that or like Red Bull. Bull racing. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be a, a longer term. Where are you talking about really? sprint qualifying or or reverse reverse grid? grid? Oh, I was talking about sprint. Were you guys talking about reverse? We could talk we about sprint. Been, but I, yeah. Well, okay. Well, here I'll I'll share my thoughts on reverse as well. Um, <laughs> no, no, reverse. Let's, let's just go into sprint now. <laughs> you don't need, reverse right, isn't going to happen. <laughs> okay, perfect, cool. All right. Well, those are my thoughts on sprint. What do you guys say? Well, I was so confused as to what you were talking about. I didn't listen to your points. <laughs> no, Rashad had good points. Okay. He, he just thinks that, like, you know, like, after Red Bull just got annihilated, there's no point. They, like, they're just going to hate it. But I actually think differently. I think the sprint yeah. race is, like, if, if they either make it longer or put them on – like, I just want a pit stop. Do you know? So there's some strategy to it. Like, it's – like, because in this case, like – for example, right, when Perez got, uh, he had like front wing damage or something, there was just no opportunity for him to even salvage the, the sprint qualifying. But if you put them in a scenario where like one pit stop is kind of required, um, I think that kind of opens up, you know, different types of drivers to kind of show their skill set and still be able to salvage small mistakes made in the chaos of the first few laps, right? I disagree. I think that mistakes should be penalized completely in the sprint qualifying format and that like it should be a flat out contest of like survival of the fittest. You know, if you make a tiny error and that drops you to the back and you have to start there later, well, that can happen on a Saturday in qualifying, regular qualifying too. Um, so I actually think the last thing they should do is add pit stops to it because I want it to be something that's like, it's, it's really just in the drivers. Like, this is really where we talk about the driver making the difference. This is really them in the cockpit. 17, you know, 100 kilometers, they are, they are, they are making the difference here. If they make a yeah. mistake, they make a mistake, and they start lower on the grid. Um, but if they manage to go flat out for X amount of laps and, and, and make it, then, then they do it. You know? And I think, it, like, you look at Fernando Alonso's stint in sprint quality, that's kind of where you see – how cool it could be because he went up from p11 to p5 right it may drop down mm -hmm. to p6 in the end um yeah well he shot his tires out in the, in the first like but that was laps. cool to see 
because he knew that was going to happen and he, he knew he was yeah. going to lose it on the sauce but he was like i trust my race craft and my weaving ability to stay ahead <laughs> um i i don't know i i think i do think i first of all i appreciate them trying something new i think it's something that sports in general are very scared of doing because of reaction from fans in their like you know everyone's so used to what they're used to of um that they'll they they'll um they'll be adverse to to change but i appreciate them trying something so i wouldn't mind it staying on the calendar three times a year maybe oh, what i what i did where see it's easy to overtake okay yeah, yeah. what what i what i did see that would be cool is if there were higher benefits like for the sprint qualifying since it's one third of a race why not do the old system of points where it was like one through six get points and there's like 10 six whatever um yeah but at the same time i see a lot of people saying they don't want a championship to be decided on a saturday so you know make it early in the season um or at least definitely not like the last six races or something Um, just do it before the summer break even yeah but i feel like they also have to change up the races that they do it at like they can't always have silverstone because people are going to miss regular qualifying yeah i don't know um actually that may be a mute point because regular qualifying is on friday um but yeah i don't know i would love where do you guys reckon the next two are at i I think one's at monza for sure Mm. i think monza i have no idea let's see what else is up um we we know it's not hungary for sure um i think it has to be kind of flat out ish tracks like Silverstone is re- relatively flat out ish. Uh, I, I do. I think Montreal would have been a great one for it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, George Russell. Hey, maybe. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that there's a, you know, tracks like Texas or something like that could also be interesting just because we can make it there. And if we can watch <laughs> qualifying also, then I'm down. All right. <laughs> I thought we wrote it out for this year. Nah, you know, Knox is actually trying to go. So we'll uh, we'll have to try to toss another one in there. He's trying to join us from Montreal. So we yeah. down. Uh, I'm going to see him, actually. But regardless, uh, George Russell. Killed it. Yeah? I mean, like, I think he performed pretty well. Like, on, on Friday, he did pretty well. On Friday, qualifying. he was on fire. Sprint qualifying. Brilliant. Was, oh, my God. A bit tough. He did pretty well. Race was what it is. Like, I don't know. Like, if he didn't make I feel that, like he always struggles. If he didn't make that Almost. error, Carlos Sainz probably would have gotten ahead of him. He may have started P9, P10. I, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like – I don't. it's just like that car right on the fringe of getting points every time. And I think it's yeah, down a lot down to his race yep. starts and losing positions yeah. that he can't make back up, and then he ends up around the P, the P eleven P fourteen area, right on the cusp. Yeah, and this was a remember this is a race where two front runners, well actually just one front runner, crashed out, and Perez was running in the back, and Seb also retired. So you know it's as good as an opportunity as he's going to get. Obviously, yeah. his error on Saturday didn't help, but it, 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 you know, if you look at it, he clearly understeered hard into him. Uh, but I have faith in my boy. 
the day the day that we placed the bet for George yeah, Russell I mean, in a top ten finish is the day it happens. So let's choose <laughs> that strategically. <laughs> yes, we got you, George. <laughs> I mean, dude, just listen. Yeah, the the crowd, the crowd when George qualified and got into Q three. My God, like that was just so emotional. Yeah. Like that's what that's one of the things that like you have in your back pocket as a, a supporter of F one. Like George will eventually get what's coming to him. And then all of a sudden, when it comes at, at his home race, it's super electrifying. Except it didn't. It didn't come home, Shion. <laughs> it didn't come home. It went wrong. It didn't. <laughs> oh. Sorry, it's a sore subject. I wonder if Jovan. It wasn't Jovanazzi who who did him in, but uh, it will come. Uh, listening to the post race show. After Austria 2, Callum Eilat said he reckons it's going to happen in Hungary. And, you know, we, sh- we should let's, let's, let's watch free practices and see, see what's up. Happily. Right then, uh, some of the backrunners. Who else? The Kimi Perez incident. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what Kimmy was thinking <laughs> personally, <laughs> yeah. but like, you, I, I don't really, know why he did that. You really, like, of Lewis Hamilton, people were losing their minds at what Lewis Hamilton did. Kimmy had absolutely yeah. no space. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting old, man. He probably fell asleep behind the wheel or something. He, I think he might have slow. Yeah. He was racing that Red Bull hard. <laughs> And that red yeah, was on like, a was brand new set of tires. <laughs> He's yeah. just trying to play just, bumper cars now. He just pitted, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was just having fun, I guess. I don't know. It was it was enter- it was actually an entertaining battle for like half a lap. Yeah. Because Kimmy yeah. just kept edging him a little bit until until yeah. obviously Paris got it done. I think it was hilarious that Yuki finished 10th and then was really surprised when his engineers told him. I have not heard that radio. Pretty fun. Yeah, the Alpha Tauri's had an all right race, somewhat quiet, but yeah. Gasly, Gasly finished P8, right? I think so. I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's just so much excitement from like six to one that I, I just don't really was not paying much attention to below that. <laughs> no, he I mean, finished P11. Great result. We, can't, we, can't, we can't forget to talk about our, our team, Alpine. I mean, our favorite team of the day. That's one Alpine of the best options, I think. <laughs> both no, but both honestly, the drivers in Alpine. Double points finish for Alpine. Sandwiched in by the boy, Lance Stroll. Um, mm. Solid race. All jokes aside... Alpine may win the championship. Utter seriousness. When, when, as if Max and Lewis as... are going to keep crashing out, and Fernando Alonso is going to sneak in there a few times. An Alonso podium would be awesome. An Alonso podium would actually be very, if, very If it was cool. like Alonso Vettel, I would be like, wow, what year is it? Alonso, Alonso Vettel, Vettel Yuki. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's bad, buddy. Yuki, Yuki could be their Yuki, child. His first podium. <laughs> that would be amazing. No, but we need we need a Yuki podium. We 
we need a Fernando Alonso. I mean, for not, I think Alpine's probably the quickest car on the grid who hasn't had a podium. Obviously, Red Bull, Mercedes, uh, Ferrari, uh, McLaren, McLaren, AlphaTauri, AlphaTauri, yeah. Yeah, Aston, I mean, right Aston up there Martin, with, uh, uh, no, no, Aston got one. Aston got one. Yeah, no, no. Aston Martin. No, we're saying so, ones that teams that have, yeah. Oh, that have. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's just Alpine because other, Alpine the other three one, aren't huh? going to get up there. Haas, Williams, and Alfa Romeo are not going to get there. So it's just Alpine who's left. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, Alonso. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to put some bets on a Fernando Alonso podium sooner or later. <laughs> Damn. Okay, gentlemen. Uh hot takes for hungry so i'd like to do one shout out uh, shion's shion's fantasy team placed first this week let's go shion it was a big week for me Charles. wait only Charles by a few Turbo points no? <laughs> no yeah but let's just give it to him Come I blew on. You okay on the water. i thought i thought i saw it was like it was like by five points <laughs> it was big for me all right it was big i looked at that i was like yo i haven't changed my team in four weeks red bull is my constructor but i still got the most points Oh, I think I saw. I checked. I checked Karun's team, and Karun outscored me by five points. Shine, I didn't even check your team because I saw the overall points is like two hundred. It's like two hundred <laughs> between me and Karun, hey. and it's two hundred between me and you. I'm use a turbo driver yet. Wait for that. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Honestly, I picked it on a great weekend. You did. Yeah. You did. You had an incredible a grand slam for Matt. I mean, so did Karun. Honestly. Yeah, I, I monocoed him. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's because you even gained a position in that race. Yeah. Um, bets for Hungary. Bets for Hungary. Slash hot listen takes. to Callum Mylot and then put a put some money on a George points. Yes, I think I think this is the weekend. Yes. <laughs> well, let's check is it the wind. this weekend or the weekend after. Yeah, weekend fine. after. Let's <laughs> weekend check after. the wind factor and yeah. And if it's a nice breeze, we'll do it. If it's high winds, we won't. All right. Um, um, should we throw in the Fernando? Just do them all, all the exciting ones. In the race. <laughs> Just hammer should we it. Do, should we do Lando or Charles podium? Depending on who has like a, if, if the Ferrari has pace during free practice, I think Charles podium or even like top six finish. Isn't too, uh, top six will have bad odds. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I really like Carlos Sainz. I, I think he's such a good driver. Oh, look at the Fantastic. the Danny Rick lines too for top six finish. I feel like he has the potential to get up there. Yeah, he probably has positive odds. Too. Probably do yeah, some a lot of disrespectors oh, out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be back actually, so I'll have DraftKings, so we can look at some head to heads as well. I you wish they, they, they might legalize. They might legalize sports gambling in Massachusetts. That's huge. Wow. <laughs> You won't just like keep having to use up all your uh all my Doge. crypto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. We'll we'll discuss in uh well we'll discuss the actual bets we want to place and we'll let know the we'll let the people know what, what hits and what didn't. Um this weekend was a bit busy for everyone. We put 20 on on uh Max to take Max pole on Friday. And and we were real sad. We were wrong. And that's a couple of Chipotle bowls right there. So we love to fight another day. All right, gentlemen. This is Box Box Box, 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 box. out. Box.
Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Until hungry. Peace.